Business Books. Business Books. On The Money Show. Clive Gibson, author of Sell Well. You're a salesman yourself, are you, Clive Gibson? Well, not anymore. Uh, good evening to you, Bruce. I... Uh I sold my own business, as it were, so I have been a salesman, but not anymore. No, but I think once a salesman, always a salesman. Clive, come on, I bet you you find things to sell all the time, whether it be um, second-hand clothing, whatever it might be. It's either in your DNA or it isn't, is it? Well, you know, the truth is that whenever you're trying to convince somebody, forget about what it is you're convincing them about, you're selling your idea, actually. Correct. So, yeah, you're always a salesman. Everybody's a salesman. No, but that's the point, isn't it? And I'm, I'm so glad you make that point because it is about we, we, we kind of look at you go into a retail outlet or you go to a restaurant and you feel like you're being sold. Absolutely, most of our interactions are in some way or another a sales process. You, you, you propose marriage to your spouse. You're selling yourself. Um, whatever it might be, there is a sales job going on if you, if you dig deep enough. Certainly, if you're trying to convince somebody about some new idea or different idea, you're selling that idea, so you're selling. Now, give me a sense of, are salespeople made or are they born? You know, I think I think it's a bit of both. Um, some people who decide to go into sales, when I say go into sales, they've tried their hand at other things and they've decided, well, I'm going to try sales. If they go for it and they do it properly and they do it well, they will succeed. Uh, some people, on the other hand, they're born with the, um, I don't want to say the gift of the gab, but they're born with what it takes. They're born with that enthusiasm, that infectious enthusiasm, and so they just naturally are able to influence people in terms of making buying decisions. So really it's a bit of both. I think uh, you can learn to become a salesperson. Uh, there, there's also a difference, I think, between a successful salesperson and somebody who's just annoying. Somebody who's just? Annoying. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, some people can be problematic, but then they, <laughs> you know, Bruce, a business can only be as good as its sales force. Completely. And the sales force can only be as good as they know how. Now, sadly, you get those situations where... Um, Oh, we're short of a couple of sales guys. Yeah, a few, let's take them, and, well, good luck, guys. Get out there and go and make it happen. And they can only be as good as they know how. And I think that is terrible to to do that to people because they're bound to fail, and at the end of the day, the business is bound to lose clients. Uh, Again, people tend to, and as bizarre as it may seem, they tend to, I don't know, under... uh, 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 under uh, undervalue, I suppose, the sales function. It is seen as a, well, our product is so good it can sell itself. We happen to need some some bodies, some warm bodies to move the product or whatever the case might be. Uh, that Bizarrely, companies probably don't treat sales forces as well as they should. Well, you know, as I've, as I've just said to you, the business can only be as good as a sales team. And um, if you don't look after your sales team, you hit it one way, and sadly it so often happens when the economy starts to get tight. Who do we get, get rid of? We get rid of the salespeople. Uh, what, what's the difference between a great salesperson, a good salesperson, and a salesperson? I think a great salesperson is focused on satisfying his client or his customer. And a good salesperson is one who achieves his boss's targets.
And right. I think there's a huge there's a huge gap in between the two. No, absolutely right. But what characteristics make up those people? Not necessarily the goal itself. What makes what what is it in, in inbred within a salesperson that makes them remarkable or not? Well, I think they they have to have an infectious enthusiasm. They have to know and understand their product, and they have to know and understand their clients' needs, and match the two together and using that infectious enthusiasm. Uh, and, and what differentiates then fantastic companies um, from those that are not fantastic when it comes to sales? Because you can you, you say good salespeople, but there's some shoddy salespeople, and there are also some really remarkable salespeople who, through force of circumstance or because the company they work for you know, loses the plot a little bit, end up having to sell the biggest lot of dross ever made to, to humankind. Um, do the great salespeople leave those organizations? You know, it's really difficult to say yes or no. Uh, if they're doing well, let's say they're selling fresh air and they're doing well and they really are successful at selling fresh air, why would they change? Uh, but on the other hand, um, Depending on the management of the organization, I mean, we believe in management that people leave managers and not companies. And so if you have bad management of the sales force, uh, your people could leave or would leave. Why would they stay? Clive Gibson, thanks very much uh, this evening. The author of a book called Sell Well, South African Sales Book this evening on The Money Show, uh, How to Nail Every Sale Every Time. And he goes through in a great deal of detail uh, from the very basics, from self-motivation, from all of that sort of stuff, and goes through the process of understanding uh, and really knowing the products and knowing the services and knowing exactly how they work uh, and also just coping with the day-to-day you know, hassles of dealing with managers and all that sort of people, and people who perhaps don't understand the process of sales at all. That, of course, is one of the biggest headaches for many salespeople. You talk to them and they say, look, my boss just doesn't understand what it's like to sell anymore.